Welcome to episode 11 of Talking Cheap. We are a podcast about Cameo. My name is Jensen Karp. And I'm Danielle Fischel Karp. And we are the only working couple in all of Hollywood. Not true. Well, this show tells you all about the things you need to know about the website Cameo. Yes, we are going to uh, let you know whether or not some celebrities are a good value or not. That's right. We look at their sample pages. We look at how much they cost, their turnaround time. We look at uh, their reviews. Yeah. And then we tell you if we think it is a good deal which is a bargain, which we yeah. ran into last week. Yes, we've had two bargains. That's right. We have in De- eleven episodes. Debbie Gibson. Yep. And Lisa Lope. Oh, so great! Two great musicians who bring it together uh, for you with personalized music. Absolutely. So we're trying to find our first bargain that is not basically sitting with an instrument. It's on. <laughs> oh no! I didn't know the catchphrase was going to live on. No, oh, yeah. So effortlessly. Oh yeah, no. It's uh, that's what we're looking for, and it's on. Thank you. Uh, We have a jam-packed show today, so I want to get right into it. But first, I do have to tell you about the emails. Uh, As always, there was a price drop email. Okay. Okay, so uh, I don't know if anyone is writing these down or... I'm definitely not. Okay, maybe getting it tattooed on their back. I don't don't know. Okay. I have no idea. Uh, Christina Milian, down $24. Wow, that okay. wait, that went out in the email? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they let you know. All right. Charlie Sheen, who was part of the money game last oh, week. Oh, God, I thought we were going to not ever well, talk about him I, again. I, it's worth noting you had a bullseye at $500. He's down 100 now mm. to 400 Okay. All right. It's 400 too many. It is. Uh, TikTok star Faith Ordway, I have no idea who that is, but they are down $5. Wow. No Maybe now they're a bargain. Um, last week, the money game... Had a lot of options. Okay. Okay. We had we 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 thought we could possibly pick from three different people, but we gravitated towards actress Leslie Ann Warren. Yes. Be- yes. I, oh, do I remember? This is. Uh, I almost had to talk you off a ledge. I, I I guess we still. I still don't really know what you decided. We haven't talked about it again since the episode. No. I mean, she was in the film Clue, one of your favorite movies of all time. Truly, uh, top two. Do you not have a Clue tattoo? I don't. It's one I've I've actually said before on uh, I forget what podcast. Maybe on Get Up on This that that's the one left. That's it. That's it. That's it. Everything else. I can't well, you even... have an Adler tattoo. So if we have another kid, mm. you have to get another kid tattoo. Mm, clue over that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, Victor Victoria, Leslie Ann Warren is in a lot of great movies over the years. Great actress. But what we focused on is that for many years, my mom has a story that she thinks my father dated her. Right. Yeah. It's a bit of a weird story. It is. And I asked my mother to record the story so that we could play it here on the show before we analyze Leslie Ann Warren. Yeah. You also didn't want to put words in her mouth. I definitely did not. Yeah. And also you even said, you're like, what did your dad say? Right. And I didn't have a you full didn't remember. Answer. Right. Yeah. So this is my mom explaining the Leslie Ann Warren story. Okay. The story about your dad and Leslie Ann Warren. We were at his office in the garment industry, and he's cleaning out some drawers, going through some files, and he had pictures of girls that had modeled for him for the clothes that he uh, wrapped from back east. And then all of a sudden, one just popped up, and it was a headshot. And I said, wait, 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 let me see that one. I said, did she model for you? And he said, no. He said, I, I went out with her. I said, that's Leslie Ann Warren. I said, do you remember going out with her? And he said, not really. I said, oh, my God. He said, well, who is she? I said, she's an actress. And she's adorable. And I can't believe you don't remember going out with her. 
And he said, honestly, I don't. I said, oh my God, you've got a headshot of Leslie Ann Warren and you don't remember her. Anyway, well, I guess you didn't make that great of an impression on on your dad. Uh, Otherwise, she could have been your mom. Okay, bye-bye. Number one, shots fired on (laughs) Leslie Ann Warren. Uh, That is uh, my mom just straight up dissing. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, where where do you stand? Well, have you not been to my headshot room of everyone I've dated? (laughs) My dad dad was, I think he may have done that. That is a little on brand. No. No, it is. Here's what he probably did. Okay. My, I think my dad dated a bunch of people who modeled for him. And I think that he would have a picture because they modeled for him and then he also dated him. So it worked as like a two birds, one stone. But why would he ever have, even if he went on a date with Leslie Ann Warren, why would he have her headshot? That is a good question. That's what I'm saying. I, that, it, it makes no sense at all. But where would he have gotten the headshot? He didn't like buy it off the street. No, but someone could have easily given it to him. I don't know. He didn't know who she was. By the way, your dad often got headshots from people for you because oh, he, when is, he sold but, cars. But this is so way he before. was clearly a person who, if he saw a famous person, would ask for a headshot. It didn't. I don't think. I think you're wrong there. I think he did that because he had a son. I don't think my dad. My dad. I don't think knew who she was. That's. I don't. Again, not here to yeah. defend himself. Uh, we only have my mom's side of the story. But let's get into Leslie Ann Warren's cameo account, and, okay. and, and maybe we can gauge. Her, her as a person. By the way, I was so worried because you were saying, what if I ask Leslie Ann Warren, do you, did you go out with my dad, Larry Carp? I heard that you did and she didn't remember him. The good news is back then, your dad did not remember her. Right. So who cares if she doesn't remember him? Okay, well, $160 for Leslie Ann Warren, eight reviews on the site, five stars, baby. Yeah. Uh, and her turnaround time is 21 hours. I thought you were going to say 20 minutes. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I was just gonna, about ready to be amazed. No, no. Okay. 21 hours. Okay. Uh, let's get into her intro. And, and, you know, I want you to listen to it. And I want you to, one, like, think in your mind, would this have been a good mom? No disrespect to my mother, who was great. Okay. Lovely mother. But would Leslie have made a great mom? And then I would have been involved in Clue. Close, right. Closer. Your favorite. Favorite. Yeah. Movie. Okay. Hi, I'm Leslie Ann Warren. And I'm inviting you to join me on this new app called Cameo, which is fabulous. You get to talk to me directly. I get to sing happy birthday or answer any questions that you might have directly to you personally. Um, I hope you join me. Um, I'm excited to talk to you. And I'll see you soon. Her voice is so soothing. She's very calming. Boy, I'm just lulled. A very ASMR style to her. She's... Um, I mean, again, I'm not, this is not a competition between my birth mother and Leslie and Warren. I mean, there can only be one winner. It it doesn't really, there really isn't much of a contest. You have your mom. Your mom will never stop being your mom. Yes, that is true. But hear me out here. Okay. (laughs) She, Leslie, not my mother, has quite a lovely voice. There's no denying that. And I think she's. Would be, would have been a calming influence on me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, I could have been less anxious. Oh, okay. As a person, just these are again facetious. Just things are, you've started thinking about. Just guesses. By the way, your mom put this in your head. That's right, she did. It is this whole thing is because of my mom. Your mom did say. Great point. You did. Your mom did say she could have been your mom. You never have thought. No. Wow. No. I wonder what my life would have been like if Leslie and Warren had been my mom. Uh, to be honest with you, we wouldn't have known the story without my mom. Right. This isn't even a story my father told. Only my mom told me this. So this is something she's asking for, for me to compare her to actress Leslie and Warren. Right. 
Do you want to hear her first sample clip? Please. Okay, let's start off with a message to a Clue fan like myself. Hi, Wynn. <laughs> Hello. Um, Clue was one of my favorite movies, absolutely. Uh, to get to work with that group of comedy icon legends um, was, a, was a thrill and a joy. And we were uncontrollable. We drove the director, Jonathan Lynn, completely bonkers because we were laughing at each other's work all the time. I mean, really, truly. Let's see, uh, the dress, the iconic sort of green dress. That dress was designed by Michael Kaplan to look like it was always just about to fall off. Of course, it never would, it never did. He also designed the undergarments for all the cast, but particularly for Miss Scarlet. Okay. What? Listen, because probably because they had a lot of like waist cinching, like very specific undergarments. You're just thinking of like underwear. That's what I thought too, but yeah. let's keep going. Okay. Scarlet, because he wanted a very specific silhouette. The only way to really get that is to have the proper period undergarments, which is very, very helpful for an actor. Okay, so she goes on to talk. I cut it down, obviously, but to say that she feels more in her character when she's wearing the time period's undergarments. Yes, yeah, which is a way, which is a way cincher, like like basically a corset. But he also designed them for the men in the in the sh- in the movie. Well, so- she didn't say that. She did say for the cast. But yeah. by the way, men, you can also have a you know. It's also for posture. So you know, if in the time that time period when you were dressed all fancy, you were everyone standing like this. It's right. very possible they were all wearing. Mm-hmm you know, waist cinching type things. Well, thank God we have Danielle Fischel, professional actress with us. Yeah. I didn't understand what she meant, but I, I guess, I mean, also the person who's designing all this stuff, I mean, kind of a cool gig. By the way, Spanx makes men's Spanx shirts. Oh, I, I know. I'm wearing one right now. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. So it could be that he basically created the men's Spanx before huh. they were out. You before know what I mean? Before that lady. Yeah. Before the lady Oprah promoted. Before, the, before Mrs. Banks. That's right. Um, all right. Let's get into the second clip. This is someone who was celebrating a birthday, uh, but also doing something she admires. Hi, David. Happy birthday. Again, when she says, hi, David, happy birthday, I'm imagining hi, Jensen, yeah. happy birthday yeah. on November 8th of every year. And it does sound nice. Sweet. It's very sweet. Okay. I hear you are having a birthday. So have a wonderful birthday. And that you're moving. You're going to move. You're moving, I guess, making a big move. Um, So I'm wishing you uh, safe travels and to have a wonderful experience wherever you're moving to. Um, It's very hard for me to move. I I can't change anything in my house. I'm such a sort of nester, you know? Like, just like me. Yeah. I'm a nester too. Are you? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, I like being home. Yeah, you like being home for sure. Leslie and I. No, it's, I've been in my house for, I don't know, like 40 something years. Um, so. And you're 40 something years. I know. Maybe she met my dad and then just never moved that from that house. It's the house you grew up in. Oh, maybe it, maybe it is. What if it's the, it's, that is the house you would have been raised in your entire Ooh, life. It's that's your a childhood good, house. That's a good point. Like I have, I should ask her to see the house because yeah, that's because where that's I, the house you had a childhood in. I would have played baseball there and your stuff. Your room is probably still decorated <laughs> like your room. Oh, Leslie, mama. Oh, I think it's very brave and um, I admire people who can pick up and move. I just had a girlfriend who did that left LA and went to Ohio. Um, I wish you all the best 
and um, thank you for appreciating the work that I do. Um, I do want to say that this is a feeling that my wife has a lot. Hmm. You have the feeling of, I wish there was some point in my life where I could have just gotten up and yeah, moved. Yeah, it's a, it's a regret of my of my youth is that I've never picked up and moved somewhere. Just like Leslie Ann Warren. Yeah, my, huh. mo- my future mother-in-law. <laughs> okay. We could have bonded over that. Well, she sounds like a great woman. She does. Danielle, I did the unthinkable. <laughs> what did you do? I purchased a cameo from Leslie and no. Warren asking if she dated Larry Carp. You did not. I did. I, I I went back and forth on it. Okay. And I decided no matter what the answer is. Oh my gosh. I am totally fine with it. He It wasn't his thing. It's my mom's thing more than it is his True. thing. True. Okay. He never said he. By the way, it wasn't important enough to him for him to ever mention it to you. Correct. And by the way, he died when you were twenty-eight. Yes. It's not like well, that would have been an inappropriate thing to talk to a small no, child. No, not about. at all. Not at all. Yeah. And, and it's not like I think he has the key to a lockbox that then opens it up and Dusty and Warren's going to have the answer. No, I mean this is just a yeah. passing trivia question right. that I needed the answer to. Yes. The second part of this is that I have not heard the answer. <laughs> oh my god, you're kidding me! You haven't listened to it either. No. <gasps> I had it, you haven't heard the cameo. I had it sent to friend of the show, Justin Siegel, who then turned it into a clip that we're going to play. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Now, okay. what I need you to know is this is the first time I'm looking at how long it is. Okay. It is two minutes and 57 wow, seconds. Wow, it's almost three minutes it's long. It's almost three minutes long. Okay. Do you think that this means there's a positive answer here? Or do you think it's negative? Is that I, the only, I just need to know, what else did you say? That is literally all I wrote. I wrote massive clue fan. Uh-huh. My mom has told me a story. It's basically yes. what you know. Okay. And then I said at the end, it won't hurt my feelings either way. It's just a story I'd love cleared up. Let me know. Oh my gosh. I'm so, I, I, I don't know. I think that this is probably going to be a lot of, um, I don't know. I really don't know. Don't I'm know. dying. Play. I don't know how you've sat on this for all this time. To be honest with you, I don't know how I have either. I don't know how you've done this. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the answer to the Leslie Ann Warren story. Hi, I think this is for Jensen. Um, I think you are the huge Clue fan. Um, someone in your family is a huge Clue fan. Um, and I also got the message that I, you thought I'd date. This is nerve wracking. Are you shaking inside? My, I, my palms are sweaty. I'm a little sweaty. All right. I dated somebody named Larry Carp, who is your husband or... I don't really know. I don't know how she what? messed it up. It was so... It was so clear. It was I mean, so clear. Massive Clue fan. Yeah. My father passed away. I mean, it's very... Then my mom told the story. I mean, I, I you know, you right, obviously can right. guess how I wrote it. Leslie and Warren and I already not connecting as mother-son. Uh-oh. All right, here we go. But I didn't. I didn't. Wow, there you go. I didn't. There's another two and a half minutes left. Okay. So, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> um... But I will tell you about Clue. Oh, we're going to get Clue trivia. This is good. You All like right. Clue okay. trivia. All right. Uh, Clue is definitely one of my favorite movies. Um, it had. Do you think I'm going to get the undergarment story? I hope so. All right, here we go. It had an incredible, uh, legendary comedic cast. 
The other thing I want to tell you is that she's going off this purely off me with three words saying massive clue fan. Yeah. The rest of everything was about my dad who may have dated her in the 70s. Right. Okay. And we drove the director, Jonathan Lynn, completely crazy because we were... I'm I'm getting the story. Laughing continuously at each other's work. I'm getting the undergarment story. I know I'm getting it. Let's see. Which um, made it very difficult to shoot. Um... I also loved that. I- Can I ask another question? Yeah. She thought it was your husband, Larry's wife, who would almost be sending a message to like Leslie and Warren. Like, did you date my husband? Like all angry. Like maybe, maybe she thought Jensen was a woman. Maybe. All right, here we go. Get ready for the undergarment story. That iconic green dress that yeah. looked like it was going to fall oh. off at any minute. Right. Of course it didn't. Right. Of it was designed by the fabulous Michael Kaplan. Um, and he also designed the undergarments. I'm getting the undergarment story. Right. And I'm I'm messaging about my deceased father. Cameo's very weird. Congratulations, Haroldine. You've won the love of your son back. <laughs> Cameo, baby! Uh, yeah, that was insane. I don't know what yeah, to say. This could never have been your mother. Oh, man. Do you want to keep hearing what I'd she's... I'd like to hear the rest of it. I mean, we know where it goes. Listen, how much longer is there? Oh, God, like a minute? I want to hear it. All right, here it is. Sort of period undergarments, which which is very helpful to an actor because it makes right. you feel like okay. you're embodying that time and that and that yeah. space, and um, it helps tremendously. Mm-hmm. He also, um, once he saw us rehearse, he put um, a hidden Ooh. zipper in the, in the second dress. Do you think dress. I'm getting the hidden zipper story because I might be her son? <laughs> no. All right. Dress, because... The dress was so tight I couldn't I could barely walk, let alone run, and I had to do all that running with the rest of the cast up and $160 I paid to find my real mom and up and down the stairs. And speaking of the stairs, that set was um, enormous. They they had to break through the um, the ceiling at Paramount um, to build it. It was a huge set wow. and they wanted us to all have a lot of freedom to go up and down and, was and my all dad these there? different rooms. And we sort of there. lived there for three and a half months. It was a great experience. I got paired with Mike Martin Mall. Oh, <laughs> I got paired with Martin Mall a lot. Was this worth $160 and, no, to, was, know, um, to know that we no, ultimately we went they, on to no, do many other projects together? Just we did. Richie Rich's Christmas wish. Do you want to re-ask it? Making sure that the stats are very clear. No, I'm not a wife. I'm Jensen. I'm I'm a man. Uh, My father is Larry Carp. Right, total psychopath. Just want to see if that changes anything. Also, his name was Lawrence Carp. He went by Larry Carp. Maybe that's good. Maybe you guys were on a more formal date. Yeah, it was. It was like the first date, and you called him Lawrence the whole time. You said no to Larry, but what about Lawrence? Garment industry. What did he do in the seventies? My dad sold. Yeah. Oh, the garment. Okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here Did we go. you tell her that? No, I didn't tell her that in the message. No. Should I have? Yes. Oh, dang it. All right, here we go. My telly hubby. Um, all in all, it was a really fantastic experience. Okay. And I, I so appreciate that you um, are a huge Clue fan because I am too. <laughs> Ooh, not even a goodbye. That was it. That was it. Yeah. I, I mean, to say I'm disappointed is an understatement. You really wanted them to have dated. Well, no, but I wanted a more fun message. She basically took the entire request Mm -hmm. and then just turned it into the form letter for Clue fans. Right. Which is annoying because I think that if she could have played along, don't get me wrong, she didn't didn't date my dad. So she could have said, no, I didn't date him. You know, in the 70s, uh, you know, 
we could have got some mm-hmm. sort of fun story. But instead, she's kind of just living that cameo life and telling the same stories. Right. I'm sorry. <sighs> I actually told you when we recorded the last episode, no, I did not think you should do this. I will tell you, I didn't think they dated. I didn't. Okay. I expected this note to say that they did not date. This story, right. number one, never came from my dad. Right. That's the main thing is that right. my dad never was like, oh, yeah, I dated Leslie right. Warren. What, he could have mistaken the headshot for someone exactly. else. I mean, there's a hundred different things. Yeah. Should we just stop the episode? Yeah, I think we're done here. <laughs> okay. Second, <laughs> uh, is she a good deal at $160, Leslie Ann Warren? Please do not allow my uh, cameo to completely sour you to her. Oh, no, I'm not completely soured. Okay. This is someone who could have been my mother-in-law. <laughs> right. I I would never right. I would never say a bad word about someone who could be my mother-in-law. Um, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> listen. $160 is is a lot of money. It is. She puts in a lot of time. And if you're a Clue fan, you heard a lot of great stuff. Exactly. It seems as though she tells the same facts yes. for every Clue fan. Correct. But as someone who is not at all, I mean, I like Clue, but yeah. I'm not a Clue fan. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I would never know any of these st- stats or facts. No. I wouldn't have known any of this. So I'm, if you are a massive Clue fan, um, you know what? I think, I mean, it's hard because I think $160 sounds like too much. But if you are a Leslie Ann Warren fan, you're probably a little older. Mm-hmm. You probably have, which, you know, most the people with expendable incomes are usually a little older. Sure. So if you have the money and you are a massive Clue fan, this may be worth it for you. But I would feel more comfortable with her being priced around 100 to 125 I'm exactly at 100 with you. Okay. I think Leslie Ann Warren is worth $100. I do want to throw in something else that might make this even less of a deal. Okay. I one time saw her at a convention. Oh my she, gosh, you've been stalking I, Leslie Ann Warren. Yeah. Well, I needed my answer. Okay. Um, it was the D23 yes. uh, thing, Disney's. Familiar. Exactly. And so she was a Disney star at one time in her life. And she was sitting there signing autographs. And it was only like 25 bucks. And I thought about spending, or maybe it was 50. But I thought about spending that money at that point and asking her face to face. Thank God I didn't. No, because you would rather spend $160 <laughs> uh, years later. To get a call. Years later <laughs> to get a no. You're right. That was a that was a great decision to not spend 50 bucks. <laughs> It wasn't. Did you pay for this out of our joint account? No. Leave <laughs> <laughs> oh, That wasn't nice. All right. Well, it's time to move on to our second celebrity. We'll leave Leslie and Warren in the dust. What could have been? What could have been? What could have been? Um, yeah. I'm, act- I'm happy. I love my mother-in-law. I, listen, I, have the, I have the best mother-in-law. She's a great woman. So and, and I won in this I, whole situation. She's a great mother. I, in no way, shape, or form was I hoping Leslie and Warren was my mom. That's not what I was hoping. No. But I just, I wanted to hear yeah. what the truth was. Right. Big cheers and no fears forever. Thank you, Bruce. There I, you go. That's a, you. that's exactly the way to feel. I already feel better. All right. Our second celebrity is, uh, ugh, he's not one of my favorite people in the world, but I am excited to maybe delve deeper into him. He was the White House communications director for Donald Trump for 11 days. All right. It's Anthony Scaramucci. The Mooch. The Mooch. Yeah. yeah the Mooch. I, I, yeah. Um, he is not fun, but he, finding out he's on Cameo should not be a surprise to anyone. Mm-hmm. He's, and it's very odd how many people from the Trump administration end up on Cameo. Is that odd? Yeah, I guess you're right. Good point. Can I read you his bio? Yeah. Uh, White House Communications Director for 11 Days. Don't say 10. It hurts my feelings. Either way, it was longer than I stayed in the Celebrity Big Brother house on season two. So this guy. Wow, he just really, he's getting all of his insults out of the way. He Doing the Eminem 8 Mile thing. Yeah. Get to it before they uh-huh. can. Scaramucci is 
$55, all right? He has 230 reviews. What is your guess for the stars? Five stars? 4.9. All right. Happy to hear that he didn't get a perfect score. His turnaround time is three days. Okay. All right. How many reviews? He has 230. He is popular on the Cameo site. Oh, God. Yeah, popular on the Cameo site. Um, I know he has a big personality. He does. And and you hear it in the intro. This is The Mooch. Hey, it's The Mooch. I'm super excited to be on Cameo. So you know what? I'll talk about anything, as you guys know. So look me up, dial me in, and tell me what you want me to say to you. I'm looking forward to it. I do like that he just admits I'll say whatever. I'll say, whatever. I'll say anything. I've just please all, give me 55 bucks. I've done it already once in my life. Yeah. So Scaramucci, he does sound like a bookie got famous. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like he's just not chill. Yeah. All right. So you know when you join Cameo, you run the risk of sounding totally insane with whatever is put down, you know, as the request. You have to think of that when you're going in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess when you've already sounded insane in front of the entire country, there isn't much you won't say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he comes right out and says it. So the Mooch did not think twice when he got a video to someone named Popat from someone named Socks the Cat. He doesn't even flinch okay. in, in the names or anything. Popat, you got to cheer up, man. This got booked by Socks the Cat. And you know, Socks is a very happy person. So cheer up. Online bullies can get you down if you are paying attention. So, Popat, I'm going to give you a piece of advice, right? Because I'm a verified account out there in the online world. Uh, Just remember what Coco Chanel said. She said, I really don't care what you think of me because I'm never thinking of you. Number one, that's a paraphrase. It's not the quote. I looked it up because you know me. I'm always trying to get the people with the Facebook attribute. Got the quote close. Okay. But it's not, okay. I just like that. I'm sure Coco Chanel did say, eh, listen, I don't care at all about what you think about me because uh, I'm not thinking about you at all. She said it. That's exactly how she said it. She said it like she's an extra on The Sopranos. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. You. And that is good advice in terms of dealing with lunatics and social media. So in any event, cheer up. Consider listening to some podcasts. They can be obviously interesting. Or go to the dollar store and make $5 gifts, snowmen and manures and stuff like that. And what is he talking yeah, I don't, about? I don't know. I guess this might have been in the request. Who is Popat? It's a great question. I'll get to it. And what about caroling? You know, you can sing some songs in public, like some great Broadway tunes like Cats. But the key thing is, what other people think of you is none of your business, Popat. Go out and have a great holiday. So I think that he's just reading what was given to him. So these okay. are these are maybe inside jokes between Popat and uh, Socks, the Cat. Socks the Cat. I looked up Popat. It is a website, but there doesn't seem to be any connection to what he's saying. And it doesn't seem like the type of website that would necessarily buy a trolling mm-hmm. cameo. But I think maybe it's got like, it's, it has like a Reddit vibe to it. Like okay. it sounds like maybe it's just a, a, a message board name. Okay. Um, but again, it, it's a weird cameo because he'll basically just say whatever's on the screen without any feeling. Yeah. I don't so like he's like, or well, go there Carole. was some feeling in the Coco Chanel. <laughs> well, that he had, that was emotional. Yeah, he was really pulling. I'm a verified account out there in the social medias. <laughs> I mean, yes. he, he does sound like he could put us in cement shoes. Uh, listen to some podcasts. <laughs> Could be interesting. Well, go to the Dallas store, make five dollars. You are gift baskets. You're Mooch and Fran Drescher had a baby. <laughs> uh, okay, here, uh, lastly, what type of guy is Anthony the Mooch Scaramucci? Uh, well, he is the type of guy to do cameos on Christmas Day 
while his family is opening presents. Absolutely. That's exactly. Oh my God. That's exactly who he is. Make that, should look- say, that should be the opening line of his bio. Uh, this is what I feel. Yeah. He's watching his kids open gifts. He's counting the money. And then he says, oh, you know what? I got some of those cameos I got to do. do those. I got to hit them up. Got to get them podcasts. All right. Here's, uh, here's the mooch. Uh, hitting it on Christmas Day. Uh, good morning and Merry Christmas. Uh, Dr. Charlie Knoll, happy birthday to you. And also, I understand it is your wedding anniversary. So happy wedding anniversary. So, Charlie and Devorah. Oh, it's Christmas, his birthday, and his wedding anniversary? This guy really wanted to ce- like celebrate three things in one day. Here's what I think. And again, it goes back to the idea of watching his kids open gifts. I think... He remembered he had some cameos waiting. So the Christmas is just coincidental on the day he picked it. Got it. This cameo was from the other celebrations. Okay. Okay. Your wedding anniversary. So happy wedding anniversary. So Charlie and Devorah, happy anniversary. I mean, you can hear it, but his kids are literally opening gifts behind him. They're talking about what they just got. (laughs) Yes. And uh, your children and grandchildren love you. This got booked by your family. Nikki, come over and say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, don't go too crazy with the gun, please. His kid has a toy gun. Yes. Oh my gosh. He's just shooting up the place. Please. James, say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. Oh. Yeah, I will say Mooch has a bunch with his kids, and he's, he seems like a pretty good dad. Wishing you guys a happy holiday, happy birthday, happy wedding anniversary. God bless you guys. Right. So back to Christmas. I still can't get over somebody decided to get married on Christmas and it was their birthday. Yeah, it was all in one shot. <laughs> Just one day. They're like, listen, I don't like celebrations. Right. But let's all get it out at once. Let's, if we do it one day, I don't have to hear any more about it. It's this. like that one time in San Diego, they did uh, the fireworks on July 4th and, and they <laughs> accidentally lit it all at once and all the fireworks went up. One firework, but a big gigantic one. And that's, then, yeah. That's Chris person. Um, all right. Let's get in. I'm going to add another one. Let's do one more clip here okay. uh, from the mooch. Um, here's a two-parter. And again, it's kind of even odd for the mooch. Now, I found these two sample videos within days of each other, which is important for you to understand that one was taped and then he did another one about three days later. Let's start with the first one. Peter, this got booked by Greg, Art, and Chris. Now, last year, I did a cameo for those guys. Um, um, I understand that you had tried and failed to climb Mount Whitney. So guess what you got to do? You got to do it again. Okay, now let's let's get going here. Okay, you're 60, so happy birthday! I'm sure you're in great shape. Uh, never give up. Uh, it'll be an amazing experience once you get that done. Uh, happy birthday, health, safety, success, happiness. You be well. Okay, normal, normal. Yeah. Okay. T- three days later is this. Peter, I'm about to go live in uh, CNN International. So we're, this is my pandemic studio here. See, trying to get a good room raider. But how about you? You actually made it to the top of Mount Whitney. God bless you. <laughs> he did it in those days. Oh, my gosh. Here's what I think. Okay. Maybe the first one was he's about to go up Mount Whitney again. Mm-hmm. He didn't. Can you send him like a motivational one? And maybe by the time he recorded it, he had already completed it or it was happening like the next day. Or they bought three cameos from Mooch, one from last year. One right before he goes to climb it, and then one when he finishes. I oh, mean, they did do three. Big well, no, no. Here's the thing. He said the other guys bought, bought one for a year ago, right. and he said, and I heard in the meantime you didn't. So they were just saying, okay. hey, hey, Mooch, we got a, we got one from you. Now we want one for our friend. You were so good. I want to redo it. Yes. And then they got him both be, pre and pre post. and post. Okay. Big shout out here uh, from all your teammates. Great. I, if I'm going to climb a mountain, I don't even, the mooch isn't even the top 50,000 people I want to hear from. Can we talk about how expensive it is to climb mountains? Oh, really? 
I mean, do you know it is like $100,000 to climb Everest? Really? Yes. It is. We will have to talk about that another time. Well, it I, is outrageously expensive. I do remember pre-COVID, I do remember that we had talked about it on the radio that those trails are way too packed. Way like, too We packed. saw photos of it and stuff and it's like, it looks like a Disneyland ride going it's up so expensive. Kilimanjaro or whatever. Like it is, it, like people were all doing it at the same time. Now, obviously I bet it's way, way, way less busy. But, uh, so what are you thinking it is? What is the cost? Like seventy-five to a hundred thousand dollars. I know. I know some people. I used wow. to know some people who did it, and they did Whitney and Everest and Kilimanjaro and all of the ones that you, that people do. Okay. And I knew how expensive that was. Wow, pretty crazy. I didn't know it was like that. Well, me I mean, neither. So I guess spending, you know, a, a, what a couple hundred it ends up being about a hundred and sixty dollars or something like that on three cameos is nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. All right, here for we go. these people, it's still going. It's Greg, Art, and Chris. They they love you guys, and I got to tell you something. Uh, we're all very proud of you. So happy sixtieth birthday! Uh, what a stud. God bless you. Happy birthday. Uh, wishing you great, great success, health, and happiness. Okay. Well, two different uh, cameos within days of each Here's other. What I want to know: Do you think? Greg tells people he was able to cr- to climb Mount Whitney because of the mooch. Well, By the way, was his name Greg? I think that's what he said. He mentioned yeah. a lot of names in the thing. Can I also ask you if you think when he tells people he climbed it, mm-hmm. does he say he also failed it once? Nah. Never. There's no, no need. Not not once you've accomplished it. Yeah. You don't have to say that was my second time. It's yeah, like, exactly. Like trying to pass the bar or whatever. Like don't tell people you, you failed it and then just say you passed it. Yeah, that's all that matters. Right. Okay. Um, well, this also matters. Is Scaramucci a good deal at $55, 230 reviews, 4.9 uh, stars, three-day turnaround? Uh, I mean, you tell me. Is uh, the mooch a good deal? I mean, sure. It's fine. It's a fine price. Whatever. Who, if you want the mooch, it's 55 bucks. Like, there you go. I don't know what else to say about that. It's, uh, he, he, it's not like he spends a ton of time, but he seems heartfelt. Yes. Um, he tries to be funny. Yes, um, tries. He's he's nice. Okay. He'll do it on Christmas. He will do it any day. So, I mean, you know, 55 bucks is not outlandish. Okay. So, sure, he's fine. All right. Well, you uh, know, if it were 40 bucks, I'd be like, yeah. I, okay. I, I would say 55 is the most anyone should pay for Scaramucci. Agreed. And I think you're right that 40 to 45 is, hey, that's that's worth it. That's worth it. Yeah. If you're into the mooch. If you're into the mooch. I mean, he's not going to tell you that he didn't date your mom and then talk about his stories for, for two minutes. Right. But he'll, but, do, he'll do something. But he'll tell you to listen to podcasts. <laughs> right. Let's move on to our third celebrity. It is actor and kind of musician, Corey Feldman. Oh. It is Corey Feldman. I, I, you sat next to Corey Feldman on a plane once. I did. He slept the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was basically pretty excited. Mm-hmm. He was dressed in his kind of Michael Jackson garb. Yep. And he sat next to me and then he asked me a question. I went, oh, I might have a full conversation with Corey Feldman. Yeah. And then he just zonked out for the whole flight. But you then saw him a few times. Yes. Uh, and every time he's acted like he knows you. Yes, he, he does. He does. He does the head nod like, hey man, nice to see you again. From the flight. Yeah. Yeah, he does know that much. So yes, what we're doing is we're going to analyze my best friend Corey Feldman's okay. cameo. I hope this doesn't affect your final judgment. Let's, best let, friends. I mean, I got it. I have a job here. Okay. I can't be biased. Okay. I have to look at this with a clear mind. Corey Feldman is $202. It's already too much. Oh, well. Sorry. I, I don't need to listen. You we don't know. End the show. Goodbye, everybody. No, you, Five stars. You don't know. Okay. All right. You don't know. Okay. 
205 reviews. What do you think his rating is? Five stars. 4.9. All right. It's not worth it. Have, so, having, by the way, having two non-fives in this episode Crazy. is wild. I know. Who even knew that was possible? Um, all right. So let's... Oh, four days turnaround. Okay. That's important for you to know. I don't want to waste any time because Corey Feldman has a lot of great content. Okay. Not a shock. Uh, I want to get right into the first sample. This is a birthday message, and maybe it brings up some bad memories for Corey Feldman. Hello there. This is Corey Feldman, and I'm coming to you live and direct from my secret location during COVID-19 quarantine. And I have a very special birthday video message for Aaron Botner. Well, first of all, happy birthday. Secondly, I guess we have a special connection because apparently... You were there when I was shooting one of the worst films I ever made, Bikini Bandits. Uh- <laughs> okay. Bikini Bandits, one of the uh, least memorable Corey Feldman movies. I didn't even know it existed. It's not, you know, yeah. it's not Licensed Drive. It's not Lost Boys. It's not Goonies. All right, let's keep going. Um, which uh, I don't know exactly who you were on the set that day, but I know you were there. Um, and that was... Um, yeah, quite an interesting day for me, for sure. Uh, not really my average acting role, I guess you would say. It was one of those that I got kind of um, tricked into doing because uh, it was um, sold to me as something very different than what it actually was. Um, but that said, uh, you know, it was an experience. <laughs> not a good first foot here. By the way, did they do the entire movie in a day? I don't. It seems like they're he saying said, that. not a good day for me. No, I looked it up. So Maynard from A Perfect Circle, Dee Dee Ramone, Jelly Bia- uh, Jello Biafra, uh, Hank the Angry Drunken Dwarf. This is a very weird movie uh, from 2002. So huh. I, I don't know. I It sounds like a mess. But I was surprised to see Maynard from Perfect Circle and Dee Dee Ramone. I mean, it has pretty big rock stars in it. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, unfortunately, just like what I did with Leslie Ann Warren, I think that that my experience and this person's experience may have started the cameo off wrong. Yeah, maybe. Uh, This is still from that. Uh, That's out of the way. Let's keep it going and get even deeper into the party that is Corey Feldman's life. Aside from that, you obviously have very good taste in music because I've heard that some of your favorite songs are Walk and It's So Simple. And I'm glad that you like both those songs because those are actually some of my favorite songs. As far as coming back to America, I've been back to America. I'm, I've left the country again. I'm going back and forth. Uh, but I have to stay safe right now because I'm being terrorized and stalked by a group of terrorists. I thought... What is I going on? I thought he was going to say COVID, but let's keep going. Um, ...who are basically radicals who are trying to keep me silent. Uh, they work for this big cult operation. It's a very scary thing I'm going through. Uh, so I have to live with 24-hour armed security and I have to keep myself basically off the radar. So that's why I'm in this secret uh, location that I'm in. But understand that I'm still here, I'm still fighting, I'm just fighting behind the scenes so that I can stay safe. And the reason all this is happening, of course, is because of my new film, My Truth, the the documentary, which is now streaming. So I I did look this up a bit. He has a a documentary about uh, pedophilia in Hollywood, and he believes he's being uh, trying to be shut up about it. So okay. he's traveling around the United States with armed security. Just something to know next time someone sits next to him on a flight. Okay, that Probably. you could bring this up. Right. Well, or that you just know he's with security that has armed guns. security. Yeah, right. because of a cult and an operation in 
He has to be out of the country. So even if he's on the run, Corey knows that this buyer wants the goods. So without further ado, Corey Feldman, the musician. And I guess I must sing you a happy birthday before anything else. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Aaron. Happy birthday to you. I'm a little hoarse right now, so I apologize for the breakups. <laughs> That's funny. I All the screaming running from the cult leaders. Seems, seems mean to do that, Flav. But yeah, it didn't sound great, Corey. Um, little but, pitchy. Little pitchy dog. Yeah, that was around six minutes. I cut it down. Wow. Something to know. Six minutes. Six minute cameo. Okay. Yeah, from Corey. It, it went in a lot of places. You you heard probably the most eclectic. Move on to the next clip? Yes, please. All right. So let's move on. He's now back in LA in the studio and he shows that he still got it when it comes to acting dialects. Hello there. This is Corey Feldman and I am coming to you live and direct from my studio here in Los Angeles, California, where I'm enjoying my quarantine of COVID-19. And I have a very special video message for my boy, Lloyd McCletchy. Hi, what's up, Lloyd? How's it going, mate? Good to see ya. How's it going there in Australia? I don't know, Corey. Oh, my gosh. That felt... Uh, also, de- apparently he's not worried about telling his location. No. Here in his studio. Yeah, this is when he got back. So I, I followed a bit of the Corey Feldman uh, Airlines through through Cameo. Okay. So he was in this other country, and then I would say about a couple weeks later when he started doing Cameos again, he was then in the studio, and he does feel more comfortable to say, I'm in Los Angeles. Right. Yeah. So they're just not going after him anymore? I, you know what? Who knows? Corey Feldman, maybe maybe the, the, the cult, maybe they all got COVID. I want to know more about this cult. I'm still, because don't get me wrong. There are a lot of pedophiles and Hollywood is an attractive place for them. Yeah, we've learned that through a lot of different stories recently. Yeah, there are there are a lot of pedophiles yes. in Hollywood. Yes. Um, who would be trying to shut him up from talking about it? I don't know Who's the answer. this very, okay. Anyway, I, I, mean, I mean, I have a feeling I'm going to get uh, answers to that question I don't want. Right. That people are going to be like, wait till you hear this. And right. then I'm going to be opened up to a world of no, you Q. Don't, you don't want it. I don't want that. Don't please want don't it. send that to me. No, please don't send it. Uh, so this is a common thing we haven't dug deep on in Cameo, but fans use it to ask questions, which I actually think is great. If you're a fan of someone and you have a favorite movie or TV show or whatever. You got lots of facts about Clue today. That's right. Thanks. Just because you wanted to let me down slowly. Uh, it's a Comic-Con type of Q&A at times. So here Corey answers a question about a movie I remember well, Dream a Little Dream, and maybe Lloyd McCletchy, old McCletchy here, got a little uh, more than he asked for. Um, I hope you're doing well. And to answer your question, um, every day on the set of Dream a Little Dream was amazing. I have nothing but fond memories. I mean, it was, it was such a great time in my life, such a great experience between, you know, working with Jason Robards. Uh, and then we had, you know, Harry Dean Stanton, who was a raging alcoholic and was such a bad alcoholic that we would have to stop shooting because he would get the shakes and they would have to send production people out to get him bottles of booze so that he could make it through the day because we were shooting out in North Carolina, which is the Bible Belt. And obviously they don't have liquor stores open on Sunday. So if we were shooting a six day week and it happened to fall on Sunday, he would get the shakes during work and we would have to try and find a way to get him some booze. And then when we couldn't get him some booze, he would drink NyQuil. Big cheers and no fears 
forever. Uh, okay, Bruce, please. No, I don't. Bad timing, I, no, Yeah, now's not the time. Please. Um, okay. <sighs> Corey Feldman has lived a life. We all knew that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, but he gives a lot on Cameo. Yeah, he really gives you the facts. He really, it, yeah. Okay, so if you want to be a star in Hollywood, okay, the hits keep coming. He brought up the other Corey here, who was his co-star in Dream a Little Dream, and then he gets into a little bit of his own issues. Him and Corey Haim had an affection for, and they, an affinity, I guess you would say, they would share their love for NyQuil, and on the set, Corey would run around calling himself Captain Q, and he actually got a Q tattooed on him on his arm. He ended up buying a dog, which he also called Q, all because of his sudden love for NyQuil, based on him and Harry Dean Stanton drinking it together socially, a very strange time. I got myself into plenty of my own trouble at the time. I was starting to clean up my act. By the way, this was, again, I just, I'm a big fan of Dream a Little Dream. So this is what he goes into. Act around that time, but then I ended up going off the deep end right afterwards. So during License to Drive, I was a mess. And then Got myself together for Dream a Little Dream, although there were wild rumors that I was doing cocaine every week. Uh, I wasn't. I actually did. I did do it a few times during that shoot because we were shooting like 21 <laughs> hours not a day. And it was crazy and it was six days a week and it was before I was sober. So I was a mess. Uh, but I did eventually uh, uh, get my act together for that movie. And then I, I, you know, was pretty much sober throughout it. I was smoking weed, maybe <laughs> mushrooms or something like that once in a while. But for the most part, I was pretty sober on the set. And then um, after that movie, I went off the deep end. That's when it got really bad into the drugs. And that went on for like a year after that, which is when I shot the burbs right after the burbs. So I was good for the burbs. And then right after the burbs. And then I got really bad for Rock and Roll High School right. Forever and Edge of Honor. Right. And then I got sober. And that was it. Okay. Maybe I'm better off that he fell asleep on the plane. Wow. Maybe I'm better off because I don't. Wow. I I didn't know that you could do cocaine occasionally, some mushrooms <laughs> here and there, and smoke some weed, and, <laughs> and be and be mostly sober. Be mostly sober. Yeah. I mean, congrats, Corey. Uh, I don't want to end it on a buzzkill there. I want to end it on an upbeat note. So here's his nice goodbye to Corey, who I think we could all agree maybe now knows a little too much about Corey Feldman. Peace and love. Stay safe during the quarantine out there in Australia, Lloyd. And we'll talk again real soon. Poor uh, Lloyd. I mean, Lloyd got a lot, got an earful. Uh, so it, we've come to that point where I ask you if Corey it's Feldman- It's too much. Okay. It's too much. Right, $202 even, is too much. Not even going through it. Okay. Uh, yeah, Corey Feldman is Four days turnaround. Talks for a very long time. Yeah. Gives you way too much information. Yeah, TMI. TMI. Well, I will say that Corey Feldman is worth $75. Yes. Is that where you were? Yeah, totally. Okay, all right. $75, $85. I mean- if you want to know a lot about Corey Feldman's personal life between cults and drug usage in his teens, oh, yeah. mean, you we know where you go. If you love the hot goss yeah. about a complete stranger, yeah. you you will get six minutes worth for, for $200. <laughs> uh, Corey Feldman, too much money. Let's get into the cash game. All right, let's start with boys to men singer Wanya Morris. How mm. much do you think Wanya Morris is? Um... $100. Bullseye. Wow. Unbelievable. I'm getting really good at this. The true talent. It feels like now I have to like change up the game or something. Yeah. It's You're like, going to have to start lying to me is what you have to do. <laughs> I'm going to change the golf course like they okay. did on Tiger Woods. Uh, hockey player Jeremy Roenick. Hmm. He was a great hockey player in real life. Only reason I know that is because he was good in the video game NHL hockey. <laughs> okay. Uh, 65 He's $200. Wowzers. So, so he's on the list. Okay. All right. G-Love from G-Love and, and the Special, special sauce. sauce. Yeah. There you go. Okay. 
50 bucks. He's 100. Hmm. That's a, that's also mm-hmm, on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boy George. Boy George is on there, huh? Yeah. 200. He's $300. Wow. So let's keep him as well. Okay. Uh, I worked with Boy George on Drop the Mic, and he's yeah. exactly what you think. Yeah, I bet. He's exactly what you think. Okay. Baseball player and uh, standout from the movie Naked Gun, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Uh, 150. 240. Okay. A lot okay. of money there. Wow. Cheryl Hines. She's yes. an incredible actress. Curb wow. enthusiasm, many things. She uh, does it for the Actors Fund, something you should okay. probably know. Yeah. Um, 200. She's $300. Wow. Finally, okay. the original television Incredible Hulk, Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. Yes. 150. That's a bullseye. Okay. So I started with a bullseye and I <laughs> ended with a bullseye and then I under underbet everyone. Okay. So I I definitely have hockey player Jeremy Roenick in there. We don't yeah. know a lot about him, which could be fun. Yeah. Uh, G-Love from G-Love and the Special Sauce. And I would also throw Boy George in there. May- yeah. Maybe Reggie Jackson. Gosh, I just wonder who of these is going to be the most entertaining. That's what I want to know. Um, I'm a little curious about what g-love offers i think that's where i feel as well okay good let's go with g-love all right perfect until then go check out all the things that we have over at patreon.com slash the carps you get early access to this show here we have a dear danielle coming up yes where you will give out advice that people ask you for but don't understand if you truly have any expertise in no expertise at all uh we but a- i'm really i just do what i say because I, I have the best way of doing everything just take my word for it uh, listen i do that's that's how I get it. That's how I get along in this marriage. And also, quarantine on the seventh and twenty seventh of every month. We would love to see you guys there, and uh, we'll see you next week. It's on. Thank you. Bye. Talking cheap. Talking cheap.